got all my notes in front of me. You got you got your own microphone. You're wearing the headphones this week. How does this, does it sound okay? Yep, sounds pretty good. All right, episode number five, and we're coming down in three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to episode number five of Conversations with Myself. A journey of self. Discover. You got to say that louder because like I listen to it in my car and I'm like, I can't hear what he's saying. What's he a saying? A journey of self-discovery. Oh man. Now look, you, you're um, you're over-modulating there, son. I'm sorry. I got to turn down the levels a little bit. <laughs> Hello and welcome into episode five. I'm Brent and with me as always is the kid with the Bieber-esque haircut. He keeps doing this thing with his hair. He keeps, he looks like Justin Bieber all the time. Uh, it's Xavier. Say hi, Xavier. Hi, Xavier. So you do that every week. That's like your trademark, isn't it? <laughs> hi, Xavier. So at the, uh, at the end of last week's episode, we mentioned that we'd probably make music our topic of discussion today. And much like movies, as we said before, uh, I'm sure music will be a topic that we touch on multiple times, you know, from different aspects, you know, like with yeah. movies, we kind of generally talked about movies a couple of episodes ago and then we might get into more specifics on future podcast episodes yeah and we'll do the same thing with with music and today that's kind of what we're doing uh because on saturday what did we do on saturday we went to my first concert and who did you see um jason isbel and i always forget her name what's your name cheryl crow like i said cheryl crow yeah, so we went up to uh, Beaverdam, Kentucky, Beaverdam Amphitheater, saw Jason Isbell and Cheryl Crow for what, it was, I guess, your your first big concerts. Yeah. And um, I thought it'd be interesting to kind of get your review of the concerts, what you liked or what you didn't like about the concert, and your overall 12-year-old perspective on the experience. What do you think? Sounds good. All right. So, and then uh, as we go along the way, I'll tell you a little bit about some of my first concert experiences, and we can kind of compare notes and... On our experiences as uh, going to concerts as preteens. Hey. Remember, Xavier, we're trying to do a lesson in talking to the microphone. He's not <laughs> he's not absolutely great at that. <laughs> it's right. true. So uh, you actually, while we were watching the concert on Saturday, you asked me some really good questions during the show, and I want you to go over those and ask those to me again, and I'll give you the answers. Uh, and, and along with that, I want you to ask me anything else that popped up in your head. But before we get into your questions... I thought I'd start with some of my questions and oh, okay. kind of give you some, some, some time to think and, and answer some. So when I was 12 years old, music was a huge part of my life. I was listening to bands like Guns N' Roses and Poison, along with a, a lot of other stuff my parents listened to. My, my parents like, you know, the classic rock, like Bad Company and Led Zeppelin. Bands, yeah, exactly. Bands, you probably have no idea who they are, which yeah, I apologize. I apologize to folks listening that my son doesn't know who Bad Company and Led Zeppelin is. But that's who I was listening to when what I was your age. What if they watch this podcast? If they're watching on YouTube, I apologize as well. You should know who these people are and you don't. So I apologize. Uh, it's so his fault, not mine. Music doesn't seem to be as big uh, a deal in your life as it was for me at your age. Is that is that kind of a fair assessment? Um, You're not wrong, but also you are not correct. Like, so? like It's nowhere near as big f as it is for you. Because like I don't listen to a lot of a lot of people, I usually just listen to songs. I don't really find a person I like. If you get, is it because that you haven't actively listened to a lot of music, or is it just that you just, you just don't care for it? Probably because I haven't listened to it. Because I like because um, I like to listen to a lot of music, but I just don't really like 
to listen to to a lot of creators you know what i mean and to be honest with you at my age when when i was 12 i had a lot less things to occupy my time than i mean i mean i had nintendo like you do but you have a lot more choices like you've got youtube and all these other things that you can find so you've like music was a big part of my life because a lot of my choices were limited and i kind of flocked to that but you you've got tons of choices of things that you can kind of grasp onto right yeah and um so a couple of months ago, your mom and I decided to buy some tickets to the concert for this past Saturday. We didn't really ask you if you wanted to go, did we? Um, I don't really remember. I'll tell you the answer. No, we just we just said we're going and we're taking Xavier with us because uh, Jason Isbell is like one of my favorite artists. And I wanted you, whether you knew him or liked him, I wanted you to experience it and at least, you know, tell him sit there. Tell, tell the audience the special thing about Jason Isbell. We will. We'll tell that a little bit later in the episode because that's a pretty cool story, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So um, we didn't really get your uh, your input on going to the concert. What was your um, What's your initial thoughts when we told you that, hey, we're going to take you to a concert. You're going to have to sit outside on a Saturday night. And you're going to listen to Sheryl Crow and Jason Isbell. What were your initial thoughts when we told you that? Well, one, you didn't really tell me we were going to be outside. I thought we were going to be in the Ryman. <laughs> oh, you, so you think every concert's in the Ryman because you went one time. Yes. <laughs> it's not. So we're in a little... I think I know why I thought that. Why? Like, I overheard, like, you or mom talk about the Ryman and seeing Jason Isbell or something like that, and now I know why, because you guys cause you guys are going to go see it in October. Yeah, so we've seen uh, Jason Isbell uh, two or three times in the Ryman, and we're going back in October to see him again, so we've seen him at the Ryman quite a bit, so I guess that makes sense. But this was like a 5,000-seat amphitheater in the middle of nowhere in Kentucky, so... Yeah. So, like, when we told you that, did you, were you indifferent? Did you care? Did you? I kind of just, like, went, I kind of just went along with it. Because, like, I knew that it would make you guys super happy if I came along with you. So, didn't protest. And also, also when I thought of that, I was like, well, they've seen about 3,000 movies, not even including Cars 1, 2, or 3. We don't speak of Cars 2. Yeah, and so. we, I, I've, I've gone and I watched a lot of, like, uh, Japanese animated cartoons that like happened got, one time i got up on a saturday morning and drove to nashville and paid like 30 dollars to see a japanese animated movie that was on the disney channel two weeks later we saw <laughs> it's it funny because it's true so you kind of owed us this yeah i did kind of owe you this something tells me i'm not even you got i'm not even even so um on the way to the concert on saturday as we were driving up it was about a two-hour drive something like that um i made a playlist on amazon music of a bunch of sheryl crow and jason isabel songs did you like any of the songs that we played or did you know any of the songs that we played i knew i knew a couple like i would have to be listening to them right now to hear most of them but there's one song on the playlist i will never forget and which is pokemon <laughs> i said the first thing to come up my real gone and real gone, gone. Yeah. and that's the one that cheryl crow did on the car soundtrack yeah like i said we've watched car um we've watched cars 50 bajillion times i actually tweeted cheryl crow and i said listen my son's coming to his first concert. We've watched Cars 674 times. Please play Real Gone. And what happened? Let's get to that later. Okay. <laughs> what, do you want to talk about it later? Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about it in a little bit. So that's the song we wanted to hear, Real Gone. Yeah. Um, so as we were driving up there, we had this playlist. Uh, did it help to hear some of the songs as you were driving up once you got the concert? And otherwise, uh, say it another way, did you recognize them when you were sitting down and listening to them? I think that that did help. Like, I'll be honest, I didn't get... Not all the songs I gave my full attention to because I brought my Switch with me in the car. But it, um, listening to them, it did kind of help me, like, 
know some of the songs. Now, on the way up there, you're playing your switch, but I asked you, I said, listen, when we get into the concert, I want you to sit there for two, three hours and just with an open mind, listen, don't bring your your gaming systems, don't bring your phone, just sit there and listen. And, and I appreciate you did that. You sat there and, and you listened. You weren't always like super excited. I could tell you're getting tired towards the end of the night, but you <laughs> sat there and listened. Yeah, although um, I was checking my phone to see what time it was. I, time, yeah. yeah, I understand. I understand. Because you were like, how many more songs? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's like two left. So, uh, so we talked about a minute ago. I know you wanted to hear Sheryl Crow's Real Gone from Car Soundtrack. How disappointing was it when she didn't play it? Um, well, let me just say something. Cheryl Crow, if you're listening, sleep with one eye open tonight. Ooh, I'm going to send this to Cheryl Crow. And, and you know she's from around these parts, so she's from Kennet, Missouri, so... She might, she might come and find you, and she's got some kids your age, so maybe you could be friends, and we could be a part of Cheryl Crow's inner circle. Yes. Probably not. All Probably right, so, not, so putting that disappointment aside, when Cheryl Crow didn't play Real Gone, um, what what did you think? Were you bored? Uh, did anything stand out? Did you like the concert experience? Tell me, just give, give us a, a quick review of, of both Jason Isbell and Cheryl Crow. So Cheryl Crow played first, and then Jason Isbell came on, on yeah. next. So uh, what are your thoughts? Um... It was like it was a pretty good it was a pretty good first um concert. There's a good amount of um there's some good songs, new songs I think, right? Yeah. Um Now you did get bored, right? Yeah, I yeah, I was kind of bored. I did like whenever I'm bored, I sometimes imagine things, but yeah, um but it was a good concert over, overall. I give it a, I give it a good. Xavier proved 8 out of 10. And I told you 8 out of 10. I wasn't expecting that high. Cuz I told you I said, "Listen, if you like it, Tell me you like it. If you don't, tell me you don't. I just want you to be honest. So if you liked it, great. But if you didn't, you know, it's no. Yeah, it was pretty good. Well, I mean, that's it's not a glowing review or a recommendation, but that's, you know, it's like a, eh, maybe uh, maybe we planted the seed and you like to uh, go see somebody you want to see someday. So um, during the show, I would lean over from time to time and I might give you some insight on some of the songs or I'd say, hey, like in Cover Me Up, Jason Isbell talks about, uh, getting sober because he used to be a, a heavy drinker and he, he sobered up. Whenever he says that line, I sobered up, the crowd applause. There's a great big applause for him. And I told you to listen to this when he says this line, the crowd the crowd's going to gonna clap. So did that help to get some insight on some of the songs as, as it went along? Uh, or was it, you were like, kind of like, Dad, stop. Uh, yeah, I like that. Because like, um, sometimes with the song, I can't don't really understand it, like with the cover-up one. And I um and I probably wouldn't get you know that vampire one or whatever. If we were vampires. If we were vampires, yeah. Like when you told me like it's because vampires live forever, then the lyrics starting to make a little more sense. Right. So when you hear a song like "If We Were Vampires," it doesn't sound like a love song, but it actually yeah. is because what did I say? Because lamp- vampires live forever. So vampires live forever, so they don't have to be concerned about all those little small moments in life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So if if we were vampires, we wouldn't have to worry about our time running out, but we're not. We're human. We're mortal. So that's when you get yeah. some insight on the song, it kind of makes more sense. You yeah. might like it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I, I kind of said before, I know you don't actively listen to Jason Isbell and Sheryl Crow. So this concert may not have been at the top of your list, but do you think by going on Saturday, it might be more enjoyable if you were seeing somebody or some songs that you were more familiar with? Like if you went, you knew all the songs, would it be that, would you like it more? Um, if I knew at least a little more than half of the songs, probably would have been a little more enjoyable. Because, like, 
you saw your uh, your YouTube favorite Dan TDM at the Ryman, yeah. and you were pretty fired. Like he's not a musical act; he's like a YouTube yeah. guy. But he did play his guitar, and you're pretty fired up for that. Yeah, because that was something you were looking forward to. Yeah, I even had one of the most prou- proudest moments of my life. What's that? Starting a chant. You did. You started a chant inside the Ryman, and you started, and all, everybody else kind of. Pretty really proud of myself. Yeah. If you went to the Ryman, I started that. <laughs> so, um, overall, the concert experience was was fairly positive. Yeah. Is there anything like? Did you have any negative things you didn't like? Um. The only um, real negative is I think that you know what it's going to be. What? No real gone. No real gone. And the weather cooperated. We uh, yeah. sat down. It was hot because we had lawn suits. We. We, as an amphitheater, so we thought, we'll just buy lawn seats. We're not going to get anything real expensive. And the uh, sun went down, and the weather was perfect, and you couldn't. And even at the end of the concert, uh, Jason Isbell's daughter came out because her birthday was the next day, and the crowd sang happy birthday to her. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And Cheryl Crow's son was actually her roadie. He would bring her guitars, and I'm like, that's what I want you to do. I want you to be my roadie for when I play. I want you to bring me guitars and tune up my guitar and things. like. Uncle Jody wants you to do that a lot. He wants you to be a roadie. Is that something you'll consider? Maybe. Maybe. All right. So, how much will I get paid? <laughs> before you get to your questions, we'll tell our Jason Isbell story. So, um, when you were like a couple days old, I bought some guitar pick birth announcements. And if you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast, I'm going to put up a picture of what they look like on the YouTube video. So, they're blue guitar picks, and it said Xavier Jack Henson, and the day you're born, the time you're born, and your weight. And uh, I, I got those made up. I think I got like. 50 or 75, something like that. And I passed them out to family and friends as birth announcements. You know, some kind of a cool way of having a birth announcement. Yeah. And so... I'll probably do that with my kid if I have kids. That'd be awesome if you did that. Yeah. And so you were born in 2006. In 2009, your mom and I went to Nashville to see Jason Isbell perform at the Mercy Lounge. And there's actually... A, you see, there's a poster from that show right down there. Right there, if you're watching on YouTube. And so before he performed that night, he was walking in with... He had his dinner in his hand. And I went up to him and I said, Jason, I just want to say thank you for the music. And I wanted to give you this. It's a guitar pick birth announcement of my son, Xavier. And he took it and he was just like, <clears throat> thanks for it. And I appreciate it. And it was just kind of a moment in passing. I thought he'd, you know, a musician, he'll take the pick and he'll forget about it or he'll leave it in the green room at the Mercy Lounge. But um, two and a half years later in 2011, I was going through Twitter and Jason Isbell tweeted out, a picture of your pick and it said a couple of fans gave me this when their kid was born i thought it was a good idea and it's pretty cool to see jason isbel after two years he held on to your pick so as he was playing saturday night i kept telling xavier that guy up there on stage has one of your guitar pick birth announcements he's one of like 50 people in the world that has one of those so that was kind of a cool yeah cool moment wonder if he still has it i, I don't know he might <clears throat> he had a he, his daughter was born four years ago so i maybe he Made some up for his daughter. Yeah, I think that I wouldn't be surprised if he did because, like, he did tweet. I this is a good idea. And we saw Blind Melon play. It's another one of my my favorite bands. And I got to go up to Christopher Thorne, the guitar player for a Blind Melon, and I gave him a birth a pit, birth uh, Xavier birth pick announcement. And he looked at it and he said, "What a cool idea!" So two of my favorite artists, Jason Isbell and Christopher Thorne from Blind Melon, have Xavier Jack guitar picks. The only person that doesn't have it, and I met him, and I didn't give him a guitar pick, was Mike McCready. I don't know why I didn't. I got to meet Mike McCready, and I didn't think to give him one. Other than that, 
Well, I didn't know that you gave it to um, to that one guy from Blind Melon. Christopher Thorne, we saw him uh, down in South Haven a couple of years ago. And we're going to see him, your mommy and I are going to see him uh, next month down in Arkansas. So cool. maybe we'll give one to the rest of the guys in the band. Nice. All right, so those are my questions. It's good to get some insight from your perspective. Do you have any questions about the concert experience you want to ask me? Yes, the um, the first two is one that you know, but, I'll, but you, they probably want to know. Okay. Okay, so first off. Why even go to a concert? You asked me this question while we were sitting there on Saturday night, and I thought, you know, for someone who's never gone to a concert before, this is a good question. And I said, it's a way for you to, you know, songs you hear on a on a record, it's a way for you to go and watch the person actually perform the songs that you hear all the time. It's a really cool experience. You hear these songs, and then you actually get to see them play them right in front of you. I'll never forget. Um, it'll be twenty one years on like Wednesday that I got to see my very first Pearl Jam concert. It was in Knoxville. There's the poster up there. Um, Knoxville 98. And I remember I'd listened to Pearl Jam at that point for like six or seven years. And I walked in and I saw Eddie Vedder and he started out with Long Road and I got so emotionally tied into it. It was just like, I'm actually watching Pearl Jam perform some of my favorite songs. So that's one of the reasons to go. And another thing, it's just kind of a, a group experience other folks there that like the same music that you do and yeah like it's like um it's a communal experience yeah okay that so that, that's, makes that sense. is actually a really good question that you asked and we talked about it on saturday night and here's another and here's like a little part two to that here's a part two to that question so what um so i get that but why couldn't you like listen to it like um you know when we were going over there um in that thing i heard like um some like it was from concerts why not listen to that and or like watch watch them on youtube another good question that you asked me on saturday and so you're referring to like a live album that they put out because jason isbel put out a live from the ryman album that we were listening to on the way up there or you said you know watch them on youtube so originally um of course there was no youtube so you couldn't watch them you wanted to go see that experience yeah. now it's a little bit easier because you can there's somebody that you like and you want to see what they look like performing the song live because it does sound different you see them live, it sounds different from a studio recording. Um, it's just the experience. Like you can, you probably can't see it, but I've got these posters up back here. If you're watching on YouTube, but I've got my concert tickets. I've got posters. Like we got a poster from Saturday night, and it's just it's a cool experience to go and get to to be a part of of the folks putting the music out in front of you. And sometimes they do things differently. Sometimes they play cover songs. You just, you don't know what you expect. Like when we go see Pearl Jam, we've seen Pearl Jam 14 times or 13 times. We've seen Jason Isbell. 13. 13 or 14. We've seen Jason Isbell about as many times and I've never seen the same set list twice. It's always different. So it's always a different concert experience every time you go. So okay, it's a good question. Yeah. Cause like, um, I don't keep referring back to the, to movies a lot, but like a lot of the time when we really like a movie, we usually keep, keep the tickets. Right. Or like in or like in Bolt's case, because that was my first movie. Yeah, all of our movie experiences. Like I even kept we have, the 3D glasses. We have the concert stubs and or the uh, movie stubs in like a jar, and I want to make a um, some something like we do for my concert tickets. I want to make that because we got I think we've got all your movie ticket stubs, so it's kind of neat to hang on to it to say, hey, I was here, I got to see this this movie or this concert. So that was an excellent question. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Okay. And while we're waiting, I know you haven't asked me yet, but I, your first big concert was Jason Isbell and Sheryl Crow. You want to know what my favorite, my first concert was? Uh, yeah, that's actually my next question. Oh, I'm, I didn't realize <laughs> that was your question. Well, go ask your question. 
What was your first? What was your first concert? Yeah. Okay, so it was uh, 1985. I want to say I would have been eight years old, so I was four years younger than you. And my mom and dad took me to Cobo Hall, or no, I take that back. It was Joe Louis Arena in Detroit, and we got to see Hall and Oates on the Big Bam Boom tour. I was a huge Hall and Oates fan. You probably have no idea who they are. No idea who that is at all. They are the number one selling duo of all time. They had some great songs. They still do have great songs. Pretty good. Um, and so I got to see them in 1985. I was so excited to see Hall and Oates. And then I remember my mom took, and this is something that I kept thinking about Saturday night. My mom took me to see uh, Night Ranger with the outfield opening up for him at Pine Knob in like 1987 or 1988. And I didn't know, I knew one Night Ranger song, Sister Christian, and I think I knew one Outfield song. And because I didn't know any of the songs, I was bored out of my mind. So my mom and her friend, they were up dancing, having a good time, and I was just like sitting in my chair bored. So that's why I kept thinking back. I'm like, I remember being 12 years old, not knowing the songs, and being bored out of my mind. Yeah, well, my experience, it wasn't boring, but it wasn't amazing. I, I know that, what was the last song that Joe Crow sang? remember now well well whatever it's a winding road i'll i'll be honest like i'm sure that if i listened to it it was a good song but i was actually like i was still mad that that wasn't real gone that yeah. i was just i, I don't really, i didn't like that song and i think you'll go back maybe I'm, that's why i told you i kind of leaned over to xavier uh halfway through the show and i, I kind of said and this is something you may understand later but i said take Take a mental snapshot of this moment. You'll remember it 25 years from now. Because like right now, you might like, this is this is goofy, this is stupid. But 25 years from now, you might think back on it and think, wow, here I am with my parents. My parents were cool enough. Yes, we are. To take him to a concert. So I wanted you to kind of get a little snapshot of that moment. Yeah. It was, uh, it was kind fact, of a cool experience. Fun fact, I actually took a This is our first fun fact of the podcast. Because <laughs> usually you have like four fun facts. Yeah. <clears throat> I actually took... Um, took a picture. Let's see if I can find it. So you quick. actually took a, a an actual picture. I was telling you to take a, a mental snapshot, but look, you did, and you had two thumbs down. I think that's what no, that, that is. That was just one thumb down. Although I did take. Oh a, yeah, you did take some pictures. So good. See, if you're watching YouTube, then you can see it. Well, we'll put that up on the. Maybe I'll put that up on the video. Okay. So um, so I understand what it was like because I saw. Yeah. But now looking back, I'm like, well, that was I'm, you know, it's all about like my parents planted the seed of music when i was growing up and then as i got older i got to appreciate it more and more like my dad let me listen to a song called shooting star by bad company and i remember listening to it and i was like okay it's you know whatever but then you start to listen to the lyrics and it's a storytelling song and then you get emotionally invested in, into it and that's why i like jason isbell songs yeah. he's a good storyteller okay so what was your favorite um what was your favorite concert it, of all time it, yeah and if it was and I'm sure it's not, but if it was um, Saturday's one, then um, pick two. Well, I let, Saturday's concert was special because you were there yeah. with your mom. Um, it wasn't my favorite concert of all time, yeah. music-wise. I mean, um, I want to say when I saw Pearl Jam in Memphis in 2000, that's one of my favorite ones. Jason Isbell played at the um, the Dixie and Huntington this past December. If I could have written the set list myself, it was that set list. It was that good. Um, so those are some some highlights for me. Like I've seen... Pearl Jam several times, and there's like two or three big shows that I that I that stand out. Yeah. Okay. So I got one last question. Okay. Shoot. Any interesting stories from any concert, um, any music concert you've been to? Man, there's, that's a very good question, and I could probably uh, answer this several times over. Uh, I'll give you the. Um, uh, 
I'll tell you about when I, I got to meet Mike McCready because okay. um, Mike McCready has Crohn's disease. I have Crohn's disease. And I started doing these pre-party fundraisers as a way to, to raise money for, <clears throat> excuse me, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America. And through those efforts, I got to go backstage um, in 2014 when they were in Memphis and I got to meet Mike. And the cool part is Mike walked in. He was the most down to earth guy that I ever met. Um, and we never talked about music. We never talked about Pearl Jam. We talked about Crohn's disease. I asked him how he was feeling, you know, and it, 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 I got to see a human aspect of Mike. And uh, I got to give him a picture of us wearing our Mark McCready shirts, which yeah. was kind of cool. So Mike McCready has a picture. That's hanging out in the living room, isn't it? And he actually signed a picture of that for us. And we've got that, uh, got that picture. And uh, it was just nice to, yeah. you know, he's like a, a hero of mine. He inspired me to do a lot of things despite the condition that I have because I saw him, he had Crohn's disease and he was a, you know, huge rock star. So would you ever go, would you ever want to see like one of your heroes um, again? Like one of your biggest heroes again? I, yeah, I don't really, I mean, I try not to put a lot of people on high pedestals. Like it was really neat to, to meet Mike just because he was uh, an inspiring person to me. Yeah. Like just because he... Uh, he inspired me to, to go on and do great things. So yeah. um, it's it, it's neat. At the end of the day, you know, rock stars are yeah. human. They they poop too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I I appreciate you going Saturday night. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad we got to share that experience. I hope that you'll want to do it again sometime. If you don't, like I said last week, if music's not your thing, it's not your thing. I, I'm not. I don't want to force that on you. But if you like it, I'd like to share that with you. And you know, there's some of the things that you like that I'm like, I just don't get it. Like Pokemon, yeah. like Minecraft. I just, I don't get it. But I mean, I'll go to the, the, I'll go to the movies with you. Yeah. You'll go, you'll go to the movies and see Minecraft, the movie that's coming out in 20, 2020. I'm just kidding. I don't know when that's coming out. <laughs> but like I, I do, I do a lot of stuff that you get into because I want to share the experience with you. Yeah. So um, I appreciate you going at least having an open mind and I, I had a lot of fun. So. Can I tell you one of my favorite Jason Isabel songs that they played? Yeah. It wasn't because I liked the song a lot, mm -hmm. but it was because I knew it. Anxiety. Yeah, so it's funny. Um, Jason Isbell came out and he said that um, said it, it was his daughter's birthday tomorrow and his daughter had requested this song. His daughter's turned four, by the way. Wait, she turned four? Oh, I thought she turned um, five. She, she turned four yesterday. And so he said uh, she requested this song and he said, I don't know what this says about me as a parent and then they started playing the song anxiety and then i look over and then anxiety. xavier is singing anxiety and i'm like how do you know that song and i guess it just do you want you, me to tell you how you heard it so it? much yeah so i don't remember how i know this song like it was way but it was like um remember when we went um went to michigan and we stayed at lexi's house yeah i remember when they like and they had like that little concert mm -hmm. i remember one of the songs they played was anxiety I don't think it was, but no, like I don't. Not you think one of the songs we played while we were up there? Like I think so. Like didn't they have like something in their backyard? They had a backyard concert, but they didn't. None of the musicians played that song. I could have sworn they did. Um, I know they didn't. It's just you've heard it a lot because we played in the, on the radio, and you you sit in the back seat and play your games, and I'm sure you just pick up on the music. That's what happened with me because my parents used to take me everywhere, and I would ride in the back seat, and I heard Freedom Rock. My mother bought a three-tape collection of Freedom Rock, and I heard '60s music all the way to Gatlinburg one summer. So, but I like all the songs on Freedom Rock now. So, <laughs> anywho, uh, that was our uh, music episode about concerts. Thank you for being uh, 
open and honest and give me your insights on that. Uh, any thoughts on what our topic should be next week? Um, I don't know. Maybe what do you want it to be? Uh, you know, I, and, and I'll <laughs> forewarn that some of our listeners or, or watchers We've got Corn Fest coming up. It's going to be a busy, mm-hmm. a busy month. So maybe we'll do something Corn Fest oriented or who knows? We'll, we'll come up with a topic. Play like musicals, maybe. Okay, so like, like maybe like plays, opera. like theater. Yeah, theater. That's okay, because right. I don't know much about musicals. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the Greatest Showman is about. Oh, yeah. This is the greatest. So, uh, thank you guys for watching along. Thank you guys for uh, supporting the podcast. Again, if you want to watch us on YouTube, you can go to Xavier's YouTube channel. We'll put a, a link up um, on our. Uh, there's a link up on our iTunes page and our Spotify page. You can, if you want to download the podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, you can find us wherever you download your favorite podcast. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in to episode five for Conversations with Myself. A journey of self-discovery. See, now you're just, you're doing that on purpose, aren't you? (laughs) As we record this, it's Labor Day. So happy Labor Day to everybody. Happy Labor Day. I'm wearing white tomorrow. Like, you don't even know what that means. (laughs) Nobody know, I, nobody really I, knows what it means. I think I know what it means. I have no idea. Do you want me to tell you what it means? I'm afraid to, I'm afraid to ask, so no, I do not. <laughs> Good. All right. So you see. If- All right. We'll see you guys for episode six. Thanks for tuning in, and thanks for supporting the podcast. We'll talk to you next time. Say bye, Xavier. Bye, Xavier.